the advice that I would give myself is don't wait, just start. Um, don't wait until you have time to work on a business. Don't wait until you, and I, and I put, you know, like time in quotes, uh, don't wait until you know all of the things that you um, need to know before you start, because you won't even know what you don't know until you start. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Abdon LaFontaine of Cat in the Box. Dawn, it's great to have you on the show. And it's awfully nice of you to, to have me on. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Dawn so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Dawn LaFontaine makes cats happy. Need to, don't need to say anything more. I love that's what you do. And so what I wanted to do is just see if you're ready to speak to the IMCEO community. I am ready to go. Awesome. Well, let's do it. So let's dig in a little bit more. And what I wanted to do to kick everything off was to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. Um, I, I'm not, you can see this, I'm not your typical entrepreneur. Um, I'm a middle-aged former stay-at-home mom. Uh, I really knew nothing about founding and running a business, about e-commerce, about um, manufacturing a product, really nothing when I started Cat in the Box. Um, you know, the thing is at the start, I had never really planned to stay at home uh, with my kids as long as I did, but you know, one day they're all grown up and you realize that a couple of decades have passed by. <laughs> and uh, Prior to becoming a mom, I was actually the big breadwinner in my family, but in the intervening years, I'd really watched my husband grow in his career. And I realized that I didn't have enough working years left in my life to develop a career the way that he had. Uh, what really clinched it for me was that he was actually laid off from a job that he'd had for 15 years. It was actually the best year of his career. He worked for a very large company, tens of thousands of employees. He got the, the CEO award that year and they laid him off a couple months later. Wow. So uh, it really made me realize how uh, dangerous it is to put all of that into someone else's hands. And it made me realize that I had to take control of my own working future. And, uh, you know, I got the idea for this business. I always have ideas, but I got the idea for this business after visiting my mother's cat sitter with her. And the woman had an impeccably decorated living room that was just filled with, you know, old Amazon boxes. And she saw, saw me looking around and she said, you know, quite sheepishly, "Ugh, they're for the cats. So I'm a, I'm a lifelong animal lover. Uh, I already knew that cats love cardboard boxes. You probably know that too. Their obsession with cardboard boxes is the stuff of uh, cat videos, cat memes galore. Mm -hmm. But it turns out there are some there are is actually some pretty serious science that explains why cats are obsessed with boxes. But but anyway, um, it got me thinking. Why do people put up with dirty, ugly shipping cartons lying around their homes? Why not something that is safe for cats and fun for their owners too? Um, my boxes are made in the USA. They're eco-friendly. Uh, they're imprinted with human-grade soy inks, the very same inks that are on your pizza boxes. And I mean, they're super cute. I, you know, if you don't mind my saying so. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Well, I appreciate you for sharing. Obviously, sorry to hear, you know, everything that happened with your 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 husband. But I think that um, as, as someone who has been laid off, I know that can definitely be one of those frustrating times. And I think that a lot of times, unfortunately, you know, you get that realization that there, you know, can be a better way and, and maybe not to put all your eggs in, in one ba- basket or box or, or, you know, whatever we might be talking about mm-hmm. is so important to making sure that you are able to kind of, you know, reach your goals and, and do whatever you hope to do with your family or in your life as a whole. I agree completely. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you touched a little bit upon, you know, you know, some of the science and the reason behind everything you built. Could you drill down a little bit more? Tell us a little bit more on how you serve the clients, the customers you work with. Sure. Um, Well, obviously, the main mission of my business is to provide uh, unique cat related items that that meet both a cat's uh, biological and psychological needs, uh, while also meeting, I guess, the interests of their owners. But a secondary mission of mine is to educate cat owners about their pets. and there's a lot, an awful lot of misinformation on the web. I would actually go as far as to say almost deliberate misinformation on the web about cat needs and cat behavior. And I'm so I'm using the platform of my blog to educate and inform their humans. Nice. I definitely appreciate that. And, and, and what, what are some of the things that we can find about that as information? I'm curious to see like what is not what is being said that shouldn't be maybe be said that you're kind of uh, focusing on on your site. Well, that's that's a really good question, because actually there's a lot of research that's been done into dogs and uh, cats are sort of secondary and there's not a whole lot of research about it. And I think people fill in the blanks with what they believe to be true about cats. For example, um, there's a and I wouldn't recommend doing this if you have a cat, but uh, there are a whole slew of videos online of showing cats being afraid of cucumbers. And if you look up why are cats afraid of cucumbers, you're going to find an awful lot of people saying they're afraid of cucumbers because they look like snakes and uh, actually. Cats are predators as well as prey animals. And if you had a cucumber-sized snake, a cat would be super excited about that. They wouldn't be afraid of it. But you have to look a little bit deeper um, into the research that is available. And I don't like to write anything that isn't supported by science. And uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of money to be made off of blogs. That really isn't my my money. I'm making money off of products. And so um, my interest is really in educating, not trying to get as many, you know, blog articles out there at any cost. Yeah. And I appreciate you for doing that. And I think that, um, you know, I've always said I'm a journalist at, at heart. And I think that mm-hmm. looking at the industries, that's the way things are going to try to get as many eyeballs as possible at any cost. Right. So I appreciate you for having those, you know, that, the moral and, and the, 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 the that North Star as your foundation and be able to kind of inform people and let people know this is the real information, not just in order to, to get more eyeballs and more clicks or whatever that might look like. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. Thank you yeah. very much. Absolutely. And so I know you touched on a little bit of, upon like the boxes and the, and the product that you have. Could you take us through a little bit more on that and like how we can, you know, purchase and, and what exactly that does to, to kind of help support the clients you work with? Oh, sure. Well, my products are available on my website, um, which is the cat is in the box.com, But uh, a couple of them are also available on Amazon.com and also Etsy. Um, is there something else you wanted to know about the boxes in particular? Yeah, like what what uh, kind of inspired you to with the design and how do you what's your process like when you come to kind of create an actual uh, a box? Sure, it's actually harder than you think. I mean, you would think cardboard it's so easy to, but it's very unforgiving material. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, when I come up with an, a design in my mind, I have to keep that sort of inflexibility of the cardboard in you know in, in the back of my mind. But also, I work with um, their box engineers. They're actual mm-hmm. people who. Um, I think they're actually called packaging engineers. They go to school for packaging engineering. And it's a real, real skill that takes a long time to develop. So I have something in my mind that I want to recreate. And um, I don't know if you've, you've seen my products, but like a couple of them have 
sort of a cat theme to them. One of them is a giant milk carton. One of them is a massive wedge of cheese. And so I'm, you know, trying to think of things that their owners would find clever or amusing, um, especially in this Instagram world we live in yes. and, and TikTok world, um, <laughs> while also finding uh, something that a cat would enjoy would be the right, you know, shape and, um, and size for them. And also something that can be made out of cardboard. Right. That, that makes so much sense. And I, I think that to me, that's when things, you know, really go to another level, because I, I think so many times we can get siloed into thinking there's only one win, like it's great for the cats or it's great for the owners. But to create that synergy um, where, you know, you have that win, win, win in and of course can be created is, is something that's huge and allows, you know, many different people to, to kind of um, many different people or animals uh, to kind of benefit from, you know, everything you're creating. Right. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to, to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for <laughs> your business or yourself or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, this one's really easy for me because my secret sauce is that I am my own customer avatar. I'm a lifelong animal lover. We've always had a small menagerie of pets in our home, and I've always designed items for them that I've needed when I couldn't find what I was looking for in a pet store. So I know my customers because I have a lot in common with them. I know how they feel about their pets. I relate to them. I speak to their language. And I, I do know that the pet business can be very attractive to sellers because buyers are very willing to spend money on their pets. And you don't have to love animals uh, to sell to pet owners. Um, but I really do love animals. And I think that sincerity, uh, that genuineness, and that connection really comes across uh, in my interactions with customers um, on social media, through my blog, and even one-on-one -on -one, um, by email and phone. And I do get emails literally every single day and sometimes phone calls, you know, my cat's peeing more than, than she usually does. <laughs> you know, what should I do about it? So, uh, and I, I, I truly, truly love, um, you know, connecting with people that way. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, we talked a little bit about business and entrepreneurship is, is being able to kind of create, I think this is, and this is like one of the most beautiful times because you can have something you're truly interested about. And there's so many other people that we exactly. never would have been connected with um, other than, you know, a time like this that are interested in it as well and are looking for the experts, looking for the knowledge, and of course, looking for the products um, that you have as well too. So to be able to kind of bridge that gap and be that connector and, and help, you know, be that expert, you know, for those people that are looking for that information is absolutely huge. And that was actually one of the unexpected joys of starting this business, something I really hadn't thought that there are all these like-minded people out there that mm -hmm. I would have no other way of, of reaching. And so it's been a surprising, pleasurable aspect of, of this just to, you know, find other people who love pets. Well, uh, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something you think more, makes yeah. you more effective and efficient? Well, I may have a cat business, but my hack is that I also have dogs. So if you um, work at home like I do and you have dogs, they're going to pester you for a walk at the most inconvenient times and left to my own devices, I would you know, probably work all day, but dogs don't let you work all day. <laughs> so you take them out. I can walk into a state park. Uh, from here and that like 40 minute break in the woods in the middle of the day like does wonders for my productivity during the second half of the day and now i'm not necessarily recommending that non-animal lovers you know rush out and get themselves a dog but you can still take yourself out in the middle of the day for a walk and, and see if that does anything for your productivity i wanted to ask you now for what i call a ceo nugget so this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it might be something you would tell a client or if you have to do a time machine you might tell your younger business <laughs> that's exactly how i think of it because if i was going to get into a time machine the advice that i would give myself is don't wait just start um don't wait until you have time to work on a business don't wait 
until you, and I, and I put, you know, like time in quotes, uh, don't wait until you know all of the things that you um, need to know before you start, because you won't even know what you don't know until you start. And, uh, you know, don't wait because everything's ever changing. The only way to keep up is to sort of just slip into the stream and let it carry you where it's going to carry you. And uh, also for practical reasons, I just kind of wish I'd started my blog earlier. I mean, you know this, a blog needs time to marinate. Uh, you need to find your voice. You need to grow an audience. You need Google to find you and realize that you have something to say that people might want to read. And, I, you know, I could have been building an audience for years and, you know, then sold something to them. So I just, that, that's my nugget. Start, start now. Yeah, I absolutely start love yesterday. that. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, <laughs> day before. Um, I absolutely love that. And I think so many times that, you know, we talked about um, Instagram and, and TikTok and all these different social media platforms. Sometimes what they do is they give you a snapshot of somebody's success. They don't show the um, the journey that it takes to get there. And as right. I, as you talked about, a lot of times you don't have to start a business in order to start a business. You can start out with a blog or something to Absolutely. connect with your audience, get market feedback, whatever it might be. And it might manifest itself into something, but it allows you to kind of dip your toe in, so to speak. And you get to kind of adjust and change based off what you're finding out without having to have, you know, everything in mind when you get started. So I love that nugget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Don, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, being a CEO uh, to me means that I only answer to me. So the traditional working world has changed a lot since I belong to that world. And, you know, I see now that employees can be pawns and uh, layoffs are frequent willy nilly. Um, and there can be an imbalance of power between employee and employer. But when you are a CEO of your own company, even if your own company is just you, as it is for me, um, the future is all up to you. And it's, yes, it's all in your lap, but it's also all in your own hands. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I, I love um, how that kind of ties in, at least from my perspective, with the nugget that you talked about, where you said mm -hmm. that word change. Um, and I think so many times, obviously, now we're living through a very transformational time where there's a lot of things that are changing. But I think that when you become quote, unquote, CEO, and whatever title we might use, it allows you to kind of take the bull by the bullstrap, so to speak, and you get to kind of recreate that life and be like water, so to speak, and you get to be malleable, you get to change, you get to see what works and what doesn't. And I think it can be scary. It can can be frustrating at times, but at the same time, it could be very, very exciting because you get to make the world, the business and the life that you hope to have. Absolutely. There's not a day that I don't wake up excited to go to work every day. And I can't say that was true when I worked for somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things is that you don't always have to choose something you're passionate about. But if you do, you'll find out you never work a day in your life as we kind absolutely. of been talking about. <laughs> that's exactly, exactly true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, Don, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Well, I would just hope that they would look for me on Instagram and Facebook. I love to chat with uh, other cat owners. So even if that's, even if you never plan to buy a thing from me and all you want to do is talk cats, I'm, I'm up for it. I'm down for it. So, um, so please reach out to me that way. Absolutely. And we'll definitely have the links and information as well in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you and find out about all the awesome things you're doing. And your handle on Instagram is? The cat is in the box with periods between all the words. 
Perfect, perfect, perfect. And we'll have that again in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. But thank you so much for sharing your genius and your knowledge and your passion with us. And I think it's definitely a reminder that, you know, there are opportunities and things that we're passionate about that sometimes that may not have, you know, existed 10, 20, 30 years ago. So I think we're, we're able to lean into that and realize we don't have to have everything figured out on day one. It's one of the most powerful and exciting things. So thank you so much for representing that and, and telling us a little bit about that today as well. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.